listeners, and welcome to the 32nd episode of Girls Interrupting. This month, we read the first volume of Monstrous by Marjorie Liu and Sana Takeda. With me, as always, is the mini-eyed Jackie. Hello. Queen of Wolves, B. That is me. And of course, head of the Inquisitrixes, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> and me, I, I have the coolest outfits. It's true. You do. And me, I've got lyrium in my bones. I'm Shelby. <laughs> cool. We're going to snap you in half. Yeah, it sounds about right. Take it for ourselves. <laughs> Deal it. Uh, so before we get started, let's see what's happening from the bullpen. Uh, first up, uh, in the last month, 10-year-old or 10 years ago, me got really excited uh, because we have TV ab- adaptations of both, uh, not Saga, Why the Last Man yes! and Lock and Key. Yes! Guys, Woo! my little first ever reading comic book heart is very, very excited. This is I'm me. so excited they're doing Why the Last Man mm-hmm. now. Mm. You know, and I looked at the cast and I'm like, you know, I had big feelings about this probably 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're casting people. I don't necessarily know who most of the people are, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it's probably better this way to kind of lower your expectations yeah. and just say, let's invested. see what they do. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I... I mm-hmm. We'll be honest, and I hope that they do update the story. Oh, for sure. I yes. feel like I feel like in this, that's why I'm so glad they're doing it now versus like when it was first popular. I mm-hmm. think that it can be a lot more like feminist and female conscious mm-hmm. now, especially with everything that's going on in the world. So like, I'm pretty excited to see what they're gonna do because yes. we were talking about this like two episodes mm-hmm. ago, how you were so excited to read it, and now there's this fear of rereading mm-hmm. it because the stuff that they talked about was really cool then, mm-hmm. but it's 10 or 15 years later, and yeah. it's like mm, maybe not so much. Who knows? Yeah, and you just up. you just have to be aware of the time you're making it in and mm-hmm. make sure you use the correct language. And I think it would be really easy for them because I think it's just a lot of small things that need mm-hmm. to be kind of re-looked at. Do we know how involved Brian K. Vaughn is going to be in it? I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I, he'll be a producer because he has to be. I feel like be. if he's able to be involved, it probably he would kind of force them yeah. to, to age it up because he's doing so well right now in all his present work. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually he's, he's, he's written evolved. quite a bit of TV. So yeah. yeah, so I think that would be great if they involved him because yeah. I think you know Saga versus Why the Last Man. He's so good at stuff mm-hmm. in Saga, and I think that if he was able to rewrite Why the Last Man, it would be great again. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you look at Runaways, which is a modern TV show based on work of his that's over 10 years old mm-hmm. and they're able to they updated it a exactly, lot actually. exactly a lot and they made a lot of good choices mm-hmm. they were very mm-hmm. smart so just you and I over here <laughs> sorry Monica and I did not like the show but that's <laughs> but it's, that's neither here nor there but you don't have to like it no, to but like they did what make, they did to they, update the way oh, yeah, they yeah. updated mm-hmm. was good I really yeah I liked a lot mm-hmm. of the character choices that mm-hmm. they made yeah and they're making um, I love they're making Nico a little queerer it's nice you know because in the, in the comic it was like no, she's lightly you. queer, but not really. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's nice. Oh, no, no, no that's right. You. It was just Carolina that yeah. was queer. Yeah. It was still, oh, no, Carolina likes Nico, but Nico likes um, Alex. Alex, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in this one, it's like, oh, no, actually, Nico might like Carolina, yeah. which is awesome. She belongs here with us in this barrage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lock and Key is going to make such a good TV yeah. show. Oh, I'm so And they've been teasing that for years. Well, did, you ever guys, did you guys ever watch that, like, 40 minute pilot mm-hmm. from like 10 years yeah. ago with, who was it the main guy and everyone was like mm, but it actually was pretty good no, i don't remember was I, it a carter i did not get to see is that pilot. Nick carter i'm looking that can't up. be right no well they showed right it now. at a couple cons and so i saw it at a con mm-hmm. um but then it got pulled kind of immediately because it didn't end up actually making it to yeah. TV show. yeah i think i feel like i watched it on vimeo or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah i remember i remember joe hill coming out and talking about it and he's like i know you guys really want to see it and i would love to show it to you but we're not gonna leak it yet because there's still the possibility mm-hmm. that it might get made so we're gonna sit on it please stop asking me about it jesse mccartney oh see same thing 
Just about Nick Carter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Um, Nick Stahl was Duncan <gasps> That's Locke. right. I remember that. Yeah. Um, no one else. Miranda Otto was the mom. Oh, mm-hmm. she's like from her. Lord of the Rings, right? She yes. Is. I am no man. Ksenia Solo. Oh, shit. Who was she? Was she, um, was she, um, Kinsey? Yeah. Because she, no, she was Dodge. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Because, oh, shit. because she's Kinsey from Lost Girl. Yep. Yes, oh, shit. I love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, da, uh, Kinsey was Sarah Bolger. I know the name. She might have been in. She might have been one of the potential slayers in Buffy, if I'm remembering oh, okay. correctly. Oh, she, she's in my counterpart show. Hmm. Nice. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> very exciting. Yeah, I haven't seen any casting for. No, I think it's still very think, early. But on. Netflix ordered it, which yeah. made me even more excited. Oh my god, that can be actually what yeah. it is. Then I'm, I'm I'm immediately curious about how they're gonna work with Dodge. You know, They've are they gonna only hire cast Bodie? Because hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, you know, would they cast? the same person and then do makeup when they switch genders mm-hmm. or would they cast two people to have them play different roles i don't know it's, we it's, shall it's see an interesting question i bet they'd keep it a secret because yeah. a lot of people you know mm-hmm. yeah. oh, anyway very exciting anyway. Mm-hmm. probably not gonna be out for a thousand years no true but we we'll forget about 20, it and then get excited again this is 2019 oh nice and bodhi is definitely cast for eight episodes okay Who is it it's no one. Okay. Some kid, I'm it's sure. It's a tiny person. None of us know. Um, his first name is Jackson. Awesome. It's not that kid from Young Sheldon, is it? No. Let me see him. Fuck. No, he's actually really good. He was on Big Little Lies. He was fantastic. He was in It. He's Georgie from It. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. okay. No, no, so no. he's got a niche. He's, <laughs> he's cute. I saw a cast photo. Side note. I saw a cast photo from It too mm-hmm. of the redheaded chick. She's grown up, obviously, it's been like a year and a half or whatever. Um, And fucking Jessica Chastain. Yep. Yeah, because that's who it is. That's who she's playing. She announced it. Yeah. She's playing the older girl. Yeah. Playing Beverly. Oh, my God. She's the one who made that picture. She put it on her own Instagram. Oh. Well, I don't know, man. I just was somewhere. Yeah, but it's exciting. That is exciting. That's great. I remember when we first saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, Jessica Chastain or Amy Adams. Like, that's your, or Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, those are your three. Is anyone watching Sharp Objects? No, I've read the book, and I really want to watch it. Okay, yeah. It's a Jillian Flynn, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same. With Amy fucking Adams. Yeah. Right? So it's so Amy Adams with the girl from it. From it, yeah. Yeah. She's playing her younger self. Which is hilarious. Oh, okay. Shit. Because this girl gets fucking Amy Adams. Yeah. And then also gets Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Chastain. And, and she's really good herself. She's yes. fantastic. Yeah. She's really good in Sharp Objects. And uh, freaking Patricia Clarkson plays her mom, right? Yes. Mm. Oh, my I, God. That's why I said that. Because one, I love Amy Adams, yeah. but I'll watch anything Patricia Clarkson yeah. is in. She's fantastic. And she plays like this cold mother figure. Cold, old Do you know how I fell in love with her? Do you guys remember that stupid cooking movie with um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. I oh saw that God. garbage. So simply irresistible. Yes. Bad chocolate. Own that garbage. <laughs> okay. And I watched it a lot. And like, she's in it. And she's in love with a super nerd owner guy. I don't care. But like, she's my favorite part of that whole movie. She's fantastic and all. Everything. Anyway. What else is in the bullpen? Um, Marvel Rising is uh, premiering soon. I don't know what that is. It's um, a cartoon, a Marvel cartoon. So it's all of like the younger um marvel people uh america chavez i was gonna say does that say squirrel girl in your notes because i'm back in it does um so i think it's it's for probably a younger audience but uh i remember seeing the voice cast and it's like stellar um and so that's coming out i remember the artwork was interesting like the different choices they'd made for the costumes and stuff yeah it wasn't i feel like is this cartoon yeah it's a cartoon Mm -hmm. i feel like the, um, the voice of squirrel girl is also playing her in some live action something or other right I think so and i is it quake in that and um 
Yes. And it's and, being um, voiced by Chloe Bennett. Chloe Bennett. Yeah. yeah. I what? Think yeah. Yeah. There was a like I, I remember I looked at the voice actors and of course I can remember none of them now. Yeah. But I remember a lot of them I recognized and I was very impressed. Yeah. I think at Comic Con. <gasps> Spider Gwen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kamala Khan. Sorry, I'm looking. Patriot. Yep. Eli. Inferno. Oh, yeah, Miss Quake. America. Miss America. There's a lot of Miss good America. Ones. Captain Marvel. It says Miss America. It says it's, America Chavez. It's Ms. Ms. Actually, I don't know what it is. Um, we got Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Exile, Squirrel Girl. Uh, and I think not when is gonna be in this as Hala. Yeah, dude. I love her. Marvel Legend. Oh my god. She's amazing. Anyway. She is. She's gonna look exactly the same until she's 95, probably. Oh my god, she's Squirrel Girl in Marvel Rising Secret Warriors, and then she's Squirrel Girl in Marvel's New Warriors. And so that's um, live action, right? Is that live action? I'm I look. think so. Cool. You know, they did that with some of the CW stuff. They they released those. Yeah, because the it was a young Debra shorts. and adult Debra. Uh, they released those animated shorts, and so they got all the dudes from Flash mm-hmm. to, to voice their own characters, and they did one for Constantine, and they got yeah. Matt Ryan to do the voice. Why not? He's very game. <laughs> right? He's excellent. I, I like he is so great on Legends. You know, and I, I you know, I never watched Constantine the show and I didn't watch him pop up on it was not great. Um, but the idea that they knew they could get it right and they waited mm-hmm. and they tried a couple times and then finally I think it clicked on Legends. Uh, and he's like, Yeah, cool, let's do it. And uh, he's a series regular next year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Him and Gary. Oh Gary. Oh, and uh, Ava, right? Yes. Anyway. Anything movie. else for the bullpen? Uh, I think we're clean on the bullpen, so let's dive on into the main event. Um, so this month, we read Monstrous by Marjorie Liu and Sana Takeda. Uh, we read the first volume, so that's issues one, which is, I think, triple triple size. It's it was long. Because <laughs> I remember we covered the first one. We did. We, we uh, Yeah, we think we covered the first one uh, a few years ago, and so we're coming back and finishing up the first volume. Um, so I definitely went back and started at the beginning. Me it's too. A, it's, a, oh, same. it's a deep yeah. narrative, and I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure I had all my facts right. Uh, so we enter our story a few years after the end of a war between the magical creatures called Arconics and the humans led by the Kumean witches, thirsty to take the Arcanics' magical bones for themselves. <laughs> uh, Mika Half-Wolf is on a mission to unlock the power her mother left to her, gaining unwanted allies along the way, and oh yeah, sharing her body with an ancient tentacle monster. Beatrice's favorite! Stop looking at me! It has lots of eyes, too. So Very creepy. Eyes. So many eyes. I'm all right with it. Yeah. That was fine. <laughs> um, yeah. I like it a lot. We actually, we'll be honest, we're thinking about reading both volumes. Oh <laughs> we were. We, we, had a, we had big plans we had for this week. We signed up. We didn't think about it. Big we, plans. We, we, it was like, oh, it's only 12 issues. We are like, that's easy. And well, I started it yesterday <laughs> thinking like, oh my God, I'll just read this one first and then I'll get, and you know what I had left today? The rest of my reading. <laughs> <laughs> because it's heavy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I read this at work. It took me all fucking day. Yeah. Like it was real. All day. It's and it's not a complaint. No, it's not, not because it's very rich and very interesting. And it's it's um, so it's you know for most of these things you know if we have a six episode arc I'm like cool I'll read it in an hour but for this I actually read both volumes but it was two to three hours for two days in a row yeah. to finish this and I'm like mm-hmm. anything less and I feel like I wasn't giving it the respect it deserved. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. thing is that with a lot of uh, comics you know it's mostly like you read like each panel maybe is maybe like one photo mm-hmm. or one one piece of information and a couple of lines 
But with this, it felt like if I didn't stop and examine each panel before I moved on, I was going to lose the thread. Mm -hmm. That there was so much information packed into Mm -hmm. every single panel. In the dialogue and the art. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is she does the thing that I love so much about Brian K. Vaughn where she makes it very natural, but she's punching a lot of information in Mm -hmm. like one sentence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with her, because there were so many storylines and so much um, rich history that we don't know um, about this place that it, you really had to pay attention. Yeah. Um, Cause she dropped you in the middle, a lot yeah. of situations. Yes. Well, they use a lot without of different context. vocabulary mm-hmm. words yeah. too. And so like I wandered off a couple times cause I was at work. I was listening to people. I was like doing work and also doing this and I'd have to go back a couple pages and kind of go, okay, where the mm-hmm. fuck was I? Cause I'd be in a place and not really know what was happening. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And there's stuff where I think we were expected to know what was going on and their times are just like no we're just talking about this and you don't know what's happening and mm-hmm. it'll come back later exactly but, you know it's hard narratively yeah <laughs> when i'm reading something i'm like god did i miss something or no i mean was- i take i take notes yeah. for the podcast to talk about but this one i'm taking notes because i'm like i need to refer back to this yeah. to make sure i know what i'm i've read yeah mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't read it all in one sitting mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you haven't lost anything mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting because it's it, it's a story that makes you work for it. Mm-hmm. You know, that some of the times we read things that are meant for a younger audience mm-hmm. or, or stuff from Marvel and DC where they want to be as broad as possible. Mm-hmm. So each time you start a new issue, they've got at least three or four panels where somebody is trying to explain what right. just happened to right. catch you up. But this one expects you to be smart and to pay attention. And if you don't, mm-hmm. then fuck off. It felt to me more like a novel with art yes. than a comic book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's like an epic. It feels like you're reading Homer. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think Marjorie Lou, she's a novelist. Mm-hmm. I, I think first she is. She was a yes. novelist before first. she was a, a comic book writer. And I think it lends itself to this medium extremely well. But it's definitely, uh, it's it's not a, it's not anything cheap. Yeah, no, it's good that I think I don't know who made this with her, but it's not one of the big two. There's no way she oh, could no, have it's done image. this. It's image. Yeah. It's image. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's good that she found an image to do this with. Mm-hmm. Because it's the only house that would make any sense. Mm-hmm. This is so heavy. Like this first volume would have been three or four volumes with yeah. either DC yeah, or Marvel. Yeah, and and the freedom to, you know, because the art is so careful. And mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you see a monthly book and, you know, you don't blame the artist because it has to get out every yeah. month. And yeah. there's things in the background that are like weird. Sketched and, out. Yeah. But like you look at this book and every panel if there is a background if it's like a marketplace if it's something where there's like 50 people in the shot Mm -hmm. there's no line wasted i remember we were reading it was the part where she's in like the coffin and then she's out of the coffin she like breaks out of the coffin thing toward the end because she and the monster have made a deal Mm -hmm. and then she fights everyone and fucking explodes And then all of a sudden, the archangel dude and the governess and the, the fox girl are all safe because they were in the coffin. I went, what the shit? And I went back. And if you look in the background, there's little tiny, and it's not even blatant. There's like two sets of panels showing them kind of gathering and then like looking at the coffin. So like she layered in that while this big battle was happening, these people were trying to like save themselves so that it would make sense later that they made it even though this giant bomb went off. Mm. And I just really love that. I love that about the art that it's not, there's no dialogue. No one's talking about let's get in the coffin and save ourselves. That just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm sure I've, I've said it before, but like Sonic Takeda is so her art is so amazing mm-hmm. and I could not, there are not enough words to talk <laughs> about how much I love her art. And 
that one of the first things we see is we see our main character completely naked. Mm-hmm. But at and there is a lot of nudity in mm-hmm. this, but it's all very much crucial to the plot mm-hmm. because we're talking a lot about her body and mm-hmm. how she lives in it. And at no point does it feel gross or mm-hmm. sexualized she's doing it for us to yeah. be turned on because of. Yes. Right. It's a part of the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and it's so- what I really liked about a lot of the nudity and like the two um, women who are battling in the bar um, and yeah. they're both naked. Did you yeah. like they were like women. just like top topless, topless or whatever. Um, is it really like kind of brought home this kind of matriarchal mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. to me yeah. in, in a really subtle way? Mm-hmm. Because I will be honest, and I didn't necessarily notice that all the people in charge were yep. women. Yep, but they are. And they almost, right. almost all the characters. In, it's in literally. This book is women. And then when I saw that, that it was like ladies fighting with mm-hmm. their topless in the bar, I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, have I seen any men? Yeah. In this yet? There's only. And a handful and you really hadn't seen many well, the only man before that topless scene is that weird gross duke guy who was gonna buy her yeah and, and then, then the queen nun was like no thanks please send her to me yeah so like and the then she only... told him what his death was gonna be yes was like, so the, the only dude is like this really creepy gross dude who's a terrible person yeah mm-hmm. and then like i think the next strongest dude we get is like the cat yeah mm-hmm. but like it's not like cat dicks out or anything yeah. and then like the next big dude that we get is the archangel mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. yes and he's fully clothed the entire yeah. time but because I mean, it makes sense for him to be but it's crazy because it's like the first not the first i guess but it feels like the way that she told the story was so natural mm-hmm. that i hadn't actually thought to myself where are the dudes right you know what <laughs> I mean? um, not that i ever do that but like I, I usually am like oh my god it's so many women this is exciting i didn't yes. even realize it was a matriarchal society on both sides until you guys said it in this fucking room and i i kind of took a minute and went oh fuck yeah. everyone in charge is a lady and that's when it because she's just telling us the story right and they're and, just characters and it's just characters and it was so like i was like oh my god this is amazing and it was funny because it was that moment with the the topless people like fighting in a bar that I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this isn't sexualized well, enough I for um, patriarchal society. Because yeah, yeah. even even if you are doing them and you're not doing any crazy moves or anything, people toplessly fight women toplessly fighting in a bar mm-hmm. would have been oh there have been mildly yeah, sexualized. Yeah. You know yeah. what yeah. I mean? Like there's breasts. Even heaving. if it wasn't like some crazy pose that doesn't make any no. kind of sense, it would have been. But it wasn't been... even a focal point of the fight. Was there? No, boobs. I only like, noticed and mm-hmm. like the Just third like panel of them that they. Them. Oh shit! Yeah. That one well, has boobs. Very yeah, Amazonian. I think, yeah, I think yeah. part of it was because it was the the body type of the fighters as well was that they're not like they were stocky. Exactly, and thick. Yeah. they look like brawlers. They're yeah. broad through the shoulders and narrow through the hips, and so when you see them standing there they've got power pose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they've got their arms out and so the first thing you think is oh this is a fighter and then you notice the booby second yeah Yeah. which is nice yeah so i love that the subtlety of of building that world well like i said i literally (laughs) because i was so drawn into the story i Mm -hmm. just stopped kind of paying attention to genders because everyone was just like a character of people Mm -hmm. and it's nice for ones to look at you know you know in 99 stories out of 100 you'd have this exact same story with the genders reversed and that's mm-hmm. so much of what we normally see that it's not out of the ordinary mm-hmm. you know and to see it flipped like that and, and done so masterfully subtly mm-hmm. it's so like, you don't notice yeah no it's it's fantastic yeah um I love that. even well, the hunters are all women yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh my god well and that I'll, I will admit, even the guards and stuff yeah. were women. Yeah. And the thing is, what that allows for is you have dozens of women on your screen. So 
you know, we're so used to saying, oh, there's the one woman right. in this show, in this movie, in she this She must comics, be all things. And I must, I like her no matter what. But to have dozens of women on the page, it's yep. like you relieve that burden and you can actually just look at the characters for what they are. Mm-hmm. Well, and you see all levels all of the, characters. In like, this. there's the lady who's a guard who's a terrible, yeah. abusive guard. And then there's Ooh, yeah. the two soldiers where one is willing to sacrifice this baby on a bayonet and the other one sets up the bayonet, but then the second she can, saves that baby. Right. And so, like, there's just a, I like that we do get a full yeah. range of what people can be like. Yeah. Even though they're women. Which is right. so great. And it's not like, you know, the bayonet, the saving hero gets anything more of a focus. It's just like, nope, that's that person for a couple panels yeah, and then we move on. We just move on. Mm-hmm. You know? she, what she got for it was a uh, scratch to the face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought about it too. I was like, oh, she's a good thing. And then she got fucked up and then I went, mm, she's kind of evil. Yeah, though. she's working for the She's best. a collaborator. <laughs> I, I appreciated the fox stayed for so long. Oh, um, fox. I'm... I, she's brave that she little is. fox she's she fucking is. terrified but yeah. this so person brave. who scares her has also saved her a bunch yeah. of times mm-hmm. well, she sees the conflict and believes in the goodness of her and yeah. that's what i think you need in this story mm-hmm. too because it can get overly dark if we didn't have Especially that sort of balance Maiko, mako mako sure mako mako is it an A? Is Micah? it an A? I think it's a well because it's m a isn't it m a i k k mako my mako Look, M, the lead, Miss Halfwolf. Yeah, Miss Halfwolf. She um she can get pretty dark, and she mm-hmm. doesn't actually have any faith in herself. So I think it's really good that this little fox girl is like, I think you're terrifying, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm gonna die. Yeah, but also I'm not leaving I'd because I'd rather I think take my chances with you than anybody else. You, yeah, it was met. like their first conversation really was, I'm here because you seem to be really good at killing, and I feel like I'm safe with you. And then even though when she got scared with the whole eating thing, she was still like, well, I feel like maybe you might eat me, but also I'll last longer regardless. So well, I'm going to stay here and help you out. And she also says at some point that like loyalty is the best thing that you can give someone or yeah. something. And to the like, cat and the little cat's yeah, face. Because the cat was not Master Ren. But yeah, no, I, I think it's great. And I think Megan needs a team behind her mm-hmm. to I kind was, of remind yes. her. That she's not a dark black hole of evil. But the no. end of the, the end with the, turns out her friend. Oh, her yeah. friend is like part yeah. of the underground. I'm and very, I, very upset. And I can't decide whether she still is really looking out for her best interests or not. I, I know. feel I like. I feel like no. I feel like yes. I hope so. I feel so. like it's complicated, so, but yeah. yes. I feel like it's complicated, and I really, really hope so, but I kind of feel it like... It might be one of those moments, Jackie, where, like, Tuya has kind of given up, but secretly doesn't... Wishes she had it. Yeah. So I think she's waiting I for Mika so. to kind of show that she either has this thing under control, or she's willing to get rid of it, or willing to do something good with it. But for now, Tuya has seen too much of the other stuff. Yeah. And also, she's taken on a lot of responsibility for this, like, tiny rebellion. And she can't be fucking around just because she was friends with this person. Yeah. You know, but they went through a lot together. They, they did. did. Yeah. And her inner voice is always Tuya, so it's... Yeah. It's tough. So it's it was a really... That was, like, a punch to the heart when we found yeah. out. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'll find you, Tuya, and we'll be together, my best friend. And the whole time, she's like, oh, secretly, I've been here. Yeah, yeah exactly. didn't tell you. I've been here, and I sent the guy who yeah. betrayed you and gave you to the Locked you in a coffin and, then, and yeah. tried to murder you, but... Well, well, I really liked the reveal that one of the 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 Kumea, the one who is like the the handmaiden to the big bad, Ilsa, Ilsa, yeah, is 
actively working yeah, against them. Yeah, with her brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a mini rebellion within the majority. So I thought that was she's a pretty cool. good spy. Yeah, also. yeah. she did really she well. Did I really believe that you have to, was down you have to with Sophie. Yeah, yeah, she's like commit. But then the second she's away from her, she's like, nope, fuck all that. Hi yeah. everyone, I'm glad you saved some people. Yeah, yeah. That no. was that was one of those. I was like, ooh, interesting. I also like the turn that the queen mother is secretly not at all human. Like, <laughs> yeah. has anyone done the human test on her? Like, <laughs> she yeah, she's that mask one of the all the time. Ones. Yeah, she's got that fucking three eyes itch going on. Yeah, well, it's just the one now. <laughs> and you know, like the mythology in, that that they've been laying in these first six issues, and and, and I going can't on, believe that was only six issues. It's so rich, and um, just looking into um, Mika's past and like what's going on with her mother, and I I can't remember exactly because I read I read forward a little bit, but this idea of like why she's drawn to the mask um mm-hmm. what her bloodline means mm-hmm. um and what her destiny well, is because even of the, that even the monster keeps being like who are i you? like how the monster was yeah. like i have been floating around inside of your bloodline yeah. for a very long time and you're the first one who's got any kind of strength so i don't know what half you are but i don't like it so i'm like okay so the mom has to be like the old person who is the dad yeah and i mean I'll spoil this for you now because we won't read this again for two years. Rude. Whatever. That's also true. Actually. Um, but do we? Did you meet the uh, um, Wolf Queen in this one? I don't remember. Yeah. The Wolf Queen is her grandmother. <gasps> oh. And so well, that's always. I mean, inter- that makes sense. Half Wolf. But see, it makes mm-hmm. sense to me when, uh, yeah, because like, what's his face? The archangel dude. He was like, "You're a lady." Yeah. Sir Colvin. And her ancient ancestor was the shaman empress. And there's oh. some sort of like. I see, I knew yeah. that because I did yeah. read some of the. And there's some, too, so there's so. some ancient bond with this this, this monster, um, and yet it seemed to also that part of it seemed to go through her father's line, and we don't know anything about her father. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. Of it leaves mm. a lot unrevealed. Yeah. Well, it's, it was. Well, I was really fascinated by. The stories from the cat at the very end of each issue. I like this issue. A little, yeah, that was fun. Professor Be- Tam Tam. Yeah, because I'm normally I like I like to I'm a pretty quick reader, and so sometimes those ancillary things at the very end I will skip over. Mm-hmm. I saw your justice. Hmm. <laughs> but close and yet not. <laughs> but these I thought were really so important to helping you understand this world. Yeah. Yeah. And I as think- you would read them, like the the one you read at the end of issue one, then informs mm-hmm. how much you can understand issue two. And mm-hmm. it's something that I think um, it doesn't bog down the story issue to issue, but gives mm-hmm. you the information you need to understand the world at large, which I yeah. think is awesome. I also like the POV too, that like no one trusts cats and yeah. cats are like, we've been here first. We've yeah. been here the longest. I just love the whole like multi- Cats. Yes, and I cool. love that cats are like the poets and poets the keeper and of the lore. The necromancers or necromancers. Necromancers. Yeah. I know, but I like love that old grizzled cat with one eye. With one eye. His, name His name was Jano, and I looked at this cat, and I'm like, I need to take a picture of this and send it to Kurt. Yeah. Right, right now, now. <laughs> this is the Kurt. This is the cat that Kurt needs. To <laughs> this is the cat Kurt would be if he could be a cat. <laughs> yes. It's like how people they talk about how people become the become their pets over time. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the Kurt cat. Kurt I did cat. like before we knew that he was, you know, a turncoat or whatever. Um, when he's like trying to defend her and he's like, I was this, I this, am and this and, and I am the leader Nicola. of and I am and yeah, he was like, and, Well, I thought I'd try yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run. And it was so cat. <laughs> it was very cat. It was very cat. I will stick up and then run. <laughs> if it doesn't work. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Yeah, I feel like we could talk for an hour and still not cover everything that 
happened in this book um and everything I mean, it took each of us like three to six hours to even read it yeah and i mean you know you compare this like and again it's not like one's less than the other but you compare this to uh, you know a brian michael bendis spider right. crossover and you're just like there's so much more that mm-hmm. went into this than that mm-hmm. and you have so much yeah. more respect and oh the whole reason why we picked this for this month is to congratulate marjorie lou she yes. won um best she won an eisner for best writer and she's the first woman to ever win that which is like amazing yeah. and also go fuck yourselves yeah i think it was did like, she win for this she yeah. won for this yeah. yeah holy shit and i think you know it's been around for 20 years and i think 50 percent of the winners were ed brubaker and neil gaiman yeah um, <laughs> i'm fine with like half that which is like brubaker is great but also other people exist yeah, yeah. They, like i was looking through i was like oh my god a woman's never won and then i looked through the winners and i'm like it was like 90 percent like these guys that like we would like expect the top it to be three. and i'm like yeah that sounds about right but still it's not fair yeah brubaker's like stop giving me these awards yeah he's I like don't please have any more shelves. pick someone else yeah i don't need to win this year yeah. well like do better you know yeah other people telling stories um <laughs> and it won a whole a shit ton of other awards like best ongoing um, best cover artist like all sorts of awards damn i thought noelle won an eisner for something for nimona yeah a couple years ago i think probably was it like best best um, web comic yeah probably oh okay so so it's like winning you know best cinematography or whatever but it's not the same as best picture best picture or best actress or best actor that's fair uh yeah so it was like people people of color can win best supporting actor but they can't win best actor what was it like sandra O was the first Asian, Asian woman, woman to yep. get nominated for an Emmy if to an elite get actress. nominated yeah. and she win. was on fucking Grey's Anatomy yeah. like this well, is she, bullshit she got nominated a shit ton of times as a supporting actress yeah no Grey's. it's garbage oh, yeah you can you can you can yeah you can get nominated for supporting but yeah. you know only the white people get to win the big awards yeah so you know we're we're big Killing Eve fans in my house but I mean that in all houses that um, all lead house. actress category mm-hmm. this year is insane yeah it's like carrie russell it's evan rachel wood oh, no. um it's sandra O. Oh, um and then a bunch of other people that are like good but not off the top not of my those head. three yeah <laughs> like legit i know this is felicity's last year <laughs> but like sandra O. Oh, though i know you know and i you know i love the Americans. and you know what this is fucked up tandy newton belongs in there as me holy shit yes legitimately i think she did better work on that show then she's great as dolores whatever but like tandy newton fucking keeps you in your seat to watch the next episode it's all about Maeve. that's I correct watch it. You should watch it just for Maeve. She really hated the first episode oh fair. Watch the second one the fair. first one not great <laughs> but actually that's like the only really time there's any really rapey gross thing yeah oh, and okay. i will say one it might be the only time i would say push through the rapiness yeah um which sucks like yeah. it sucks well this is watching- black sales push through yeah. the rapiness and the first episode of the americans it, <laughs> why, why 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 i, I saw that have... and i was like come on man she could just be a good agent yeah like yeah. why is this what some man thinks a woman needs to go through to be good at anything no like men can just be spies they mm-hmm. can just be damaged they no, don't have to women, be raped women, in an alley first women must be raped first before they have any kind uh, of motivation uh, don't you know anything you're garbage uh, <laughs> my problem with westworld yeah. rapiness was just that like i don't think that that's what we'd want to do like i don't think that oh, every Jackie, person you're me before i got to episode two yeah i literally refused to watch the show because i was like i don't believe that humanity yeah. would immediately go evil but that's not what it is 90 percent of humanity just wants to be in the old west it's the 10 fucking percent that are fucking it up and it's all dudes and it's all dudes dudes. 
Oh yes, white dudes with money. And of course, what would yep. white dudes with money do if they if they were put in a box where no one's gonna look at? And them? there's and no then, consequences. And they're like, it doesn't count because she's not real. And I'm like, here's the thing. <laughs> um, you want to exist in a universe where you can have this power over somebody and not have any consequences for it. You're fucked up in the head. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. But legitimately, all of those men, they get it, and they don't even have to wait till the end. They fucking get it. Okay, I might watch it. I know the whole world just for Maeve. Legitimately though, Maeve will. There are so many episodes that end on like a Maeve cliffhanger. We've stayed up way past when we should have gone to bed because you're like Maeve, and then like immediately like I I was very much like I don't know, but Maeve. 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 All right, all right. I'm convinced to make a strong point. Uh, (laughs) So bringing it back around, um, as someone strong women, yeah, as someone that finished the second volume. it gets so much richer and I think it, it doesn't waste time um, getting to the heart of things. And I, a lot is explained in the second volume without um, answering too many questions. So it keeps you kind of sated to oh, kind of push forward. And so I think the third volume is getting released really soon. Ooh, um, so exciting. y'all go out and get it and we'll read the second one. We'll talk about it. We promise. Someday. I mean, Saga's our current regularly scheduled. When Saga's done, we could regularly schedule a shit out of this. Yeah, we'll knock two out. We can. uh, Because we'll know now how much time to schedule for it. Yeah. Yeah. I I gotta give this one a whole day. I only scheduled three hours reading because I assumed that's all I would need. I burned through Saga in 45 minutes and then I was like, oh, monstrous. It's like the same. I'll get through it just as fast. And then she came out of her room. She's like, I've been reading this for an hour and a half and I I don't even know where I am. I I kept having to actually like click and see like what page i was on yes i was just like how am i how i know you'd get through and i was like is this like all three issues it's like chapter two and i was like what no (laughs) yeah i i finished volume one and then i read the the spider-man one and i'm and i'm and so i'm like okay i'm all done all i have to do is read the second volume of monstrous and i look at it and it's like 300 pages (laughs) and and it's already 11 30 and i have to work tomorrow and i'm like no go to bed well, I love it when you're um, when you're in the app where it changes the pages to the panels, and I you're like that. six thousand panels, and I'm like, I can't. I did that. I was like, oh, I'm like, I should be at least two thirds of the way through, except I was on the guided view. Is it eight hundred and sixty pages of eleven hundred and sixty-seven? And I was like, done. what the fuck is this comic? But we love you, Marjorie Lou. Well, and no, on I, this was, yeah, this legitimately was do so not good. let us talk you out of watching. No, it this. was so good. It was very, very just good. plan some time. This is a weekend. Read. Exactly. That it's like it's a commitment. Yeah. This is not like, oh, after work, before I go to bed, I'm going to spend 40 like, minutes. No. It's like reading George R. R. Martin. It is. Yes. It's rich and wonderful. And they're not terrible to women. So actually, yes. we would recommend this over Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> agreed. Yes. yes. Except for like the last season of game of thrones which is all about the ladies well that's true you know it but comes yeah. back around eventually yeah, yeah. And so they stopped but i'm thinking like, more about the, the book material <laughs> where it's just like you know also they got a lot of flack for seasons four and five you look they had just some like, more, some growing pains they deserve that through four, and they deserve the entirety of five just fucking garbage yeah they went from a sousson of rape to like chock full of rape just like whole stews of rape <laughs> Too much for a cafeteria. They weren't even in the books, and the books were not the best of it. And they were like, "Hey, we don't have the books to guide us this year. What do you think? More, just a shit ton of rape, more rape, more rape. I think more sexual violence. We didn't have enough, but only directed at women. Like group scenes of sexual violence. Anyway, do better, idiots. Idiots. Uh, Like monstrous. Monstrous does better. Monstrous does do better. Monstrous is, is. 
awesome and i honestly cannot wait to read volume two i might just go ahead and read it this literally weekend i was thinking time. like this weekend when we're not watching our homework for bbtv mm-hmm. i might just fucking watch because i love i love that new library app we got it from the library yeah i mean shelby got it from the library look i share we it with all, all of you i need i need a new library card you look, the library is mad at me i'm sure i owe them money everyone listening um <laughs> especially if you live in the united states um get a library card and you will have as many audiobooks and as many like as you can fucking as find. You can dream They're of. all digital now. At least half of the comics we read every month we get for free on Hoopla. Like, God mm-hmm. bless the library system. God bless system. the library system. I heard that if you get a library card in San Francisco, you get access to more. I believe it. There's, there's movies. There's there's More everything. meaning, like, more options in the comics in San Jose or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And that's the wonderful thing is, like, they're not going to be like, oh... Where Steph's do you friend. live? No, they will give you a library card in Santa Clara. They will give you a library Actually, card in Sunnyvale. Actually, that's not true. I tried to get a library card in Campbell, and I didn't live in the right city. Oh, I got one in Santa Clara and San Jose. What? Well, the thing is, if you're, um, I don't know if this works for digital stuff, but I know that if you're, so if you if your library card is in Santa Clara, and there's a different uh, library system, like up in San Francisco, and there's something up there that they have that you want, you can just go to your library here and request it. Mm-hmm. Right. They will ask that library in the to app. So I was talking to my friend, <laughs> Stephanie's, um, Stephanie's friend who, sorry, who works at the library in San Jose. But he said, I was like, oh, yeah, this Hoopla app, but I don't have a card, so blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, get one in San Francisco because they have like a hundred more comic books than we do. I believe it. I, I believe it's. And like, I was like, oh, you're within the system, right? Uh, about 30 of my work friends live in San Francisco. I'm just steal one of their steal addresses. Steal an address. It's for a good right, cause. Hey, Felicity, need. you gave me your Hulu mm-hmm. password. Can I have your address now? Please? Give us more. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Hulu password is like a higher level of friendship. Then than your address for a library right, card. Right, exactly. Or just, how about you, how about ask your friend to get a library card and then set up give their account the and then yeah. give us the login. I'm still working on getting Felicity to sign me into the Hulu app. <laughs> like, I feel bad enough about that. I'll work on it. Dude, I had Veronica over like months ago and she signed into Hulu so we could watch some dumb movie. And then we were like using her Hulu login for months to watch other shit and then it expired. And so we're like, do we just Bummer. have her log in again? And, she, and then we just asked her, she straight up gave us the password and we're streaming it from my phone. Do I don't have to mirror it from my laptop anymore? God bless it. I mean, legitimately, shit runs so much better from our phones. Yes. Like, yes. it stutters for Plex on our laptops, yeah. but you run that shit from your phone, no problem. It's a thing of beauty. So weird. All right. Do you know what time it is? <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think it's time for Game Bears. All right, ladies. Monica and B are currently tied at one win each. And oh, Jackie's dang. nearly on the board. Look, it's going to happen someday. Look, someday. this is your season. I can feel it. Someday. So, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to need a third trophy mm, for that trophy shelf. Mm. I'm going to burn all your trophies and there'll just be the one. It's, it's, it's some really weird plastic so you'd probably I will throw your trophies into the sun it's gonna be carcinogenic (laughs) probably I will bury them in the yard all right so this month we're playing a game called the monstrous mash uh you're gonna hear a I feel like that might be themed monstrous mash every once in a while sometimes it's Wednesday night at 11 o'clock and you're like oh Oh, fuck I mean no I plan this very carefully like I plan everything Kenneth John game ideas how dare you uh so still mad about the secret Facebook group so you're going to hear a quote either spoken by or spoken about a monster. This could be from movies, TV, or comic books. Oh, my God. And so today, it's 11 o'clock on a Friday. I feel, <laughs> I feel like a free-for-all. So whoever shouts out the right answer first gets the point. Oh, shit. Oh, no. So first one to 10. It's going to get ugly. Or whoever has the most points when I run out of questions wins. 
And oh, what's the, wait, we're figuring out who the monster is or who said it or? Um, who the monster is. So the answer is always going to be some sort of monster. Okay. So let me. So um, it may be something that the monster in question said or something okay. said to the monster. I have one, a one sixteenth of a point question. Abby. <laughs> if we yell Frankenstein, do we get a pass? Because we know that's not the monster. Look, it's at my discretion. So you just got to make sad, sad puppy eyes at her. You know it works sometimes. Look. Occasionally, you get a sixteenth. No, point. I just have to exhaust her. <laughs> <laughs> Title of your sex tape. Hey. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start with a couple easy ones to get you guys warmed up. Number one, it's alive. It's alive, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And all three of you get a point. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. I want to suck your blood, Dracula. Dracula. I mean, we get two points here. I don't know where you were at. <laughs> I dropped out because somebody else said it, but I guess I should just keep continue to yell. Honestly, yeah, she's just, being very nice. Just yell. <laughs> okay. All right. Everyone uh, move their mics three inches further <laughs> from their mouth. For our listeners' sake. All right. Uh, question number three. Born on a Monday. And, and you can shout this out. Uh, as soon as you know the answer, you don't have to wait for me to finish the quote. Born on a Monday. Christened on a Tuesday. Married on Wednesday. Took ill on Thursday. Grew worse on Friday. Died on Saturday. Buried on Sunday. I think the most relevant piece of this is Born on a Monday. He's a comic book monster. DC. Swamp Thing? No. <laughs> Dead Man? No. Um, Monday. <laughs> All right, Monday nobody. Man. Uh, Solomon Grundy. Who that? I don't oh, know who that is. Okay, I know who that is. He was in Justice League Unlimited. Yes, he okay. was. All right. Okay. He made friends with Hawkgirl. They had a great relationship. Exactly. It was a moving okay. episode. All right. She's a mixture of gas-filled vegetable mats. Turbulence caused by gas escaping from faults in the bed of the lock. Commonplace objects, including boats and birds seen at a distance. Loch Ness? Loch Ness Monster? I think you said it. She did. All right, Jackie. Well done. All right. I mean, I said the full name, but that's fine. <laughs> You don't get a point for that monster at the end. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right. Death. Eternal punishment for anyone who opens this casket. In the name of Amun-Ra, the king of the gods. Good heavens. What a terrible the mummy? curse. This man. I was trying to think of his real Oh, uh, no, me too. Evil Tap. <laughs> Evil Tap. I was like, it's not Amun-Tap. I, I literally kept being like, Oxide Moon. It's not Oxide Moon. It's not Oxide Moon. No, it's not Oxide Moon. Rico <laughs> I am a victim of your carnivorous lunar activities. Werewolf man. Monica, I heard you first. Thank you. Wolf man. It gets weirder. I'm it so excited. It could be wolf man. It could be wolf. You can't kill a vegetable by shooting it in the head. He is an Alec Holland. He will never be Alec Holland. He never was Alec Holden. He's a ghost. A ghost dressed in weeds. Swamp thing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> she's just saying she's something like, over and over again. I'm just saying something until it's <laughs> like right. it worked. Okay. <laughs> There's us and the dead. We survive this by pulling together, not apart. Zombies? Zombies? Yeah. Man. Oh, I was like, the walking dead? I'm getting too specific. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. Jaws! Two of you. Oh, we are all tied at four right I'm now, I'm just everybody. saying, like, maybe they should have just left the shark alone. <laughs> stay out of the water. Like, maybe like, you bitches Stay out should... of the water. Like, don't swim during this season. Yeah, exactly. I feel We're like watching that. the Meg, and I'm like, 
maybe we tag this kid and then just let let her swim free and then yeah. you know like if you know she's getting close to the beach you go sorry beach is shut down yeah. go go somewhere to another just stay, beach stay close to the yeah to the shore. she's humongous don't go deeper than your shoulders and you'll be fine you'll see her coming i mean you would think probably on on the side of the meg yes the new film unsurprising the meg <laughs> starring jason Statham. starring the meg <laughs> <laughs> and also jason Statham. i fucking made it didn't i <laughs> oh geez oh no I'm second build to a shark. <laughs> All right. I used to run this town till the cops and Black Mask and Bane hounded me down to the Gotham Killer sewers. Yes, ma'am. Damn! Girl, you women. Well, by one. We're <laughs> so excited about this. George, here in Tokyo. Ta- Godzilla! <laughs> oh, shit! Tokyo! You're so good. Wow. She's good. I was like, George? <laughs> George. George. Of the jungle? Oh no! Most famous movie ever made. <laughs> oh no! It wasn't airplanes. It was beauty that killed the beast. Oh, King Kong! Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Scully, you're not gonna tell me you think it's the Mexican goat song or thing. Chupacabra! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I know my cryptids. You sure do. And my X Files. <laughs> I can't imagine a decent maze that would be caught dead without one. It's not done. You don't go out of your house without any clothes on. And a blank doesn't go into the world without a labyrinth to keep him warm. Minotaur! Yes, ma'am. Mm. Percy mm. fucking Jackson, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a long one. We're ready. <laughs> Let me tell you something about blank, nephew. They're a wonderful, friendly people. As long as their bellies are full and their hollow sweets are working. But take away their creature comforts, deprive them of food, sleep, sonic showers... Put their lives in jeopardy over an extended period of time, and those same friendly, intelligent, wonderful blanks will become as nasty Apes? and as violent as the most bloodthirsty Klingon. You don't believe me? Look at these faces. Vulcans? Their Vulcans? Eyes. Humans. I thought, I thought it was yes, Planet of Motherfucker, that's what I was thinking! <laughs> I was Damn thinking it was like Planet of the Apes. Well, that's definitely a Star Trek quote. Yeah, but yeah then it well, then it's the Vulcans. The hollow suite, obviously. Yeah. Could it be humans? You read any Greek myths, puppy? This one about the Gorgon, particularly? I used to wonder what could be so terrible that you couldn't survive even Medusa. Medusa? Medusa. I wrote a great little art thing on Tumblr about her being a lesbian. It was great. (laughs) I love her. All right. I think they're going to start to get a little harder. Suddenly. Name of your sex? (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, I remembered that her eyelids had never quivered. And that her lilies had not dropped a back black petal or shaken them from their places. And understood with a great horror that I danced with one who was more or less than human. Who was drinking up my soul as an ox drinks up a wayside pool. And I fell and darkness passed over me. Succubus? Mm-hmm. Damn, girl. Ooh, what's that quote <clears throat> from? Who knows? I found Jeez. it on the internet. <laughs> oh, it was from a book. Thank but, you. But I thought it was a good sounding book. <laughs> <laughs> I've read lots of books. Wow. Beatrice is like, I would like to read that, please. <laughs> Sounds sexy. <laughs> I think it was one of those, like, I fuck monsters books. <laughs> I was read it a written lot. by Chuck Tingle? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I love that man. <laughs> like, he's a gift. <laughs> he's making bank uh, off of weird porn, and I salute write, him didn't for Didn't he it. write my Cthulhu fish porn? Yes. Yes, Chuck Tingle! Also, the best-selling masterpiece, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Truly, we are living in a blessed time. Ahem. 
The thing that lives in the castle is an ancient creature we spiders fear above all others. A dog! dog! No! No, it's a basilisk! It's a bat! Fuck a duck! Damn it. It is did a basilisk. Did anyone answer the right she No, she did eventually. We said Aragog No, she soon. guessed Aragog first, and I technically guessed basilisk as my only guess. Mm, she said it first, true. Right? I did say Aragog but first. But she said Aragog first. No points for anyone. Oh, come on! <laughs> uh, that's fair. Right. One half of a point? I love that I got so excited about spiders in a castle. I yeah, like, I was like, it's not that oh, one. Wait a minute, no. afraid of. It's a so, tricky question. All right, technically, Aragog is also a monster. True. All right, so there's three questions left. And Jackie has seven. B has seven. Monica has this six. Some bullshit. Someone's going to win. Ooh, interesting, oh interesting. Do you have an OT tiebreaker? No. Okay, cool. We're going to figure it out. It's fine. Do that thing Nick said where you just flip a fucking coin. Look, <clears> what works, works. All right. The shiny black nose of a fox appears through her door before the rest of it steps tentatively across the wooden floor to where she's cooking. A pile of children's clothes lie discarded in a corner of the room. The fox knows what she's cooking and holds back a shudder. There are some things even foxes know better than to eat. Which? The one, um, in, uh, the, one in the forest with the... No? Yeah. No, it's the candy house witch. Yeah. yeah. Hansel and Gretel? No. Hansel yeah. and Gretel witch. She got it close enough. If I said cannibalistic witch, would that have gotten me a point? It would have. It was It was well. generally Baba Yaga or Hansel and Gretel's witch. Oh, yeah. Baba, so. Baba Yaga. Yeah. So, close was, enough. Yeah. She's got the, the house with the chicken feet, right? She sure do. Mm. All right. You opened your eyes for the first time only a year ago. You were already fully grown, but had a lot of learning to do. At first, you could only grunt, but the doctor soon taught you to speak and read perfectly. Three months ago, you realized what you were. A piece of clay. Or to be Golem. more precise, Yes. Mm. An animated piece of clay. <laughs> All right. Last one. Uh, Jackie and kids. B at tie are tied at eight. Aww. No nice. pressure, Jack. So close. Okay. We got this. The Just thing- say Swamp Thing again. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Once. The thing was little more than a protoplasmic mass. From the body of which a thousand tentacles of every length. Cthulhu. Girl! Guess who knows monsters? Is it Jackie? See, we should have had a villain themed episode. And with that, season three, no, excuse me, season four of Game Bangers, after three episodes, we are tied one. To one to one. Jackie's on the board. Jackie is on the board. Listeners, we welcome any and all commentary. So if you'd like to ask us a question, send in a note, or whisper ancient evils into our ears. Nope, I don't want that. Maybe not. Please drop us a line at getinterrupted at gmail.com. You can give us a follow on Twitter at getinterrupted, find and review us on iTunes, or check us out on the mothership, notlg.com, where you can listen to us and many other fine audio divergents. Many thanks to the Y-Axis for our intro and outro music, and if you want to power up collage and Sue's McNally for all the art you see on our social media. If you're looking for ways to support us, please consider visiting our Patreon page. Join us next month as we read something, probably. That's all for us this month. Thanks for listening, and remember, we have snacks. Snacks!